Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Friday as we are getting you to your weekend, my talkers. Thank you so much for joining us as Lori and Julio get us uh, through this afternoon. Thank you, Mike. It's not going to be as crazy today as it was yesterday. (laughs) You held on tight to the reins yesterday. It was fun. It sounded like an absolute blast over there. We had so much fun at El Burrito. Um, We have to uh, give a shout out and a birthday wish. If you could put on Indy Club, Mike. Okay. Go, Ted. Go, Ted. It's your birthday. We're gonna party like it's your birthday. Gonna sip a party like it's your birthday. Ted Nadies from Hammernecks. Happy birthday, Ted. Um, Johnny Depp share a birthday. Johnny's the sexy birthday yes. today. That's and if what I call sixty sexy. I think, I think they're celebrating tomorrow at Mama T's Castle Sweet. Tap for Ted yeah. and Lynn. And um, besides Johnny Depp and Ted's birthday, it is Michael J. Fox is sixty-two, mm-hmm. and Donald Duck is eighty-nine. Oh, lovely! <laughs> so in good company. All right. In good company. Hope you have a great, great, great birthday. day and birthday. Um, yes. If you could play my Cure song. I know oh. I, Don and Steve play this every Friday. You know, for their Friday song. Do they? Every yeah. Friday. So this was yesterday if you joined us. Lori obviously got the tickets finally in the third hour. It was, this concert was, first of all, sold out show at nice. Big Cell. Fun. Never have I ever seen that many black t-shirts in one crowd. It was a, it was so much fun. I didn't realize this. I think it was John Bream who wrote about it or maybe Ross Rayla, but it was the cure that uh, busted Ticketmaster on this tour. They refused, they said no dynamic ticket, ticket pricing. And when they first went on sale, Ticketmaster did dynamic. And all that means is, when everyone's trying to get the tickets, the more people are on, the more they're going to charge you. Sure. It's the most screwed yes, up. Yes, it is. There's not a, a flat ceiling. Fee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And the cure made them give people their money back. They had set prices from here to here. And, I mean, Beyonce didn't do that. Bruce Springsteen, Madonna, they held firm with. And so I the, love that. I think the prices were like, you know, $33 to maybe a top price of maybe 120 wow well didn't you say that this has been rescheduled several times this concert no no oh, no. that wasn't this one okay. no the cure hasn't been here they were here in 2016 but then they hadn't toured in the 20 years before that and you know i mean casey was my date and i knew you know he was not he didn't have the disintegration album in 1989 you know i mean i just knew he i said just tell 
you know, our lady that listens to us to play the top five cure songs. So you'll the know. The lady in the house. The lady in the speaker. My assistant. That the Alexa assistant lady. lady. And uh, just tell her to play the top five songs. And he did. Okay. okay. And, okay just so to get it, just to refresh. To refresh. Because yeah. I said, you know cure songs, but maybe you don't know it's the cure. Maybe, you, you know, pictures of you, just like heaven, in between days, Friday, I'm in love, the forest. But they have, I mean... Such a great, great sound. And um, so uh, three hours, 29 songs. No diaper. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was, the show didn't end until 1130. Wow. And um, it, the, they played the top five songs, the last five songs. Okay, so Casey just kept going, I'm waiting for a song I know, you know. <laughs> And, you know, the most of the people there are, you know, hardcore and Cure fans. And one of the things that really I just always, always love is this crowd was, you couldn't really, um, I mean, it was teenagers. It was 20-something. It was 30-something. It was 40, 50, 60, 70. It was all over the place. And you could see, like, teenagers or 20-something either with, like, their mom and dad or maybe an aunt or uncle, you know, because that's how you would know the right, cure. Right, People right. would be like, you've got to hear this music, you know, and it and it speaks to, you know, just everything. Um, misfit and goth and, and Robert Smith's voice. And he's the lead singer. Lead singer. And if you look at the picture of him today in the Star Tribune, it is not a woman. Well, no, I mean, Julia, this is all, this has been his look. He would, the white makeup, the smeared thing, his fright hair. But even back in the day in his heyday, I mean, he was just only like, you know, band good looking for a couple years. You know, this is, he's, he's, he's talent. An, anom- an anomaly. He's, he's pure talent. And he also has, you know, Simon. His guitar player has always been the hot guy. But anyway, it was a lot of deep cuts. Casey didn't know any songs, like I said, to the second encore when they played the last five. But the beautiful thing about The Cure, and I went to the 2016 um, concert, is they sound exactly like their records. Oh, I like that. The radio, they they sound exactly the same. How did Casey do in the three hours, though, when he kept waiting? Um, well, he is very glad we went to Grand 7 and had a delicious flame brailed burger and a cocktail. I mean, he didn't have a cocktail, but I had two. And, um, and, uh, he just kind of was, um, you know, just waiting, you know, for a song he knew. You see, that, why I'm asking this is because, okay. But the rest of the crowd, right. they knew them. But I think John Bream said, you know, they played a lot of deep cuts and sure. some new stuff. And, sure. You know, well, even three Brooke hours, and, you have to go a lot of places. Yeah, and, and Brooke and I a couple times just looked at each other and were like, waiting for a song. Because the second song was like Pictures of You, and then like the sixth song was The Forest. And, you know, and they had a very cool stage, staging, because they don't move much. Around mm-hmm. on stage, and so the way they had the uh, staging and the light, it was very, very cool. And then the two big uh, screens up front, they narrowed the scope of the camera so it almost looked like you were watching The Cure, like on a television show, oh, on funny. bandstand okay. or something, okay, you know. Cool. And then they had this huge stage behind. It's amazing so- what they can do. It's People amazing. were very happy leaving the show. Let me tell you. Did a lot of did so, and you stayed to the bitter end. 
Julia, I don't call it the bitter end, okay? When a concert ends, Did you hear me? it's the end. <laughs> I have no bitterness no. about it. And this was my third time at the Excel in four weeks. Wow. Shania, Miss Jackson, and The Cure. Wow. I feel real good about everything except downloading my tickets. <laughs> and know. and so does everyone else. So, okay. Everyone else says, "Oh my gosh!" Anyway, it was it was. I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I I think that ninety nine percent of the crowd did. Cool. Yeah. Cool. If, we we have to give. We've got Kesha tickets. We're giving away right. on the show. She's going to be at Mystic Lake in November. We also want to remind people we had so much fun at El Burrito Mercado yesterday doing our broadcast. Next week for the month of Pride, we're doing Thursday broadcasts out and about in the Twin yes. Cities. We're going to be at the Gay 90s. Uh, Lori thought it was someplace. Uh, you're like thinking you had uh, your place to make second. And I'm like, we are going to the Gay 90s. Yes. I can't wait. Yeah, I think the people, last time we were there, we might have been judging a contest. I think we were, Lori. <laughs> and we w- just want to know that um, we're really excited about that. And there's parking right next door. And then yep. there's parking um, at the library. Oh, yeah, across, across the street. street. Mm-hmm. So there'll be some places for people to park. So if you are planning ahead for next Thursday, we'd love to see you. Okay. Okay, team, should we come back with stories we can't get Please. enough of? You know how much we love getting to the airport early and enjoying ourselves before we go because there's so many restaurants, so many shops, so much to do there. But we want to remind people there's a cool new program. It's a pilot program out of Terminal 2 that they just started it and it's going to be running through the summer months. I love that. And it's called MSP Reserve. And what it allows you do, to do is basically book the time that you want to go through security. So you don't have to be stressed out, worried about what time you're going to get through because the lines can be long in yes, the morning. that's right. You actually can reserve um, a spot for you out of Terminal 2. One week before your flight mm-hmm. is when you can do it. And you just enter your flight details and the number of people traveling and it'll give you all the available times and you kind of estimate. So just go to MSPAirport.com and it's right there. It's super easy. We love this. Love this. Get to the airport early. Remember and enjoy yourself before you go. Oh, one, la- one last thing. Uh, thank you, uh, Sonia. Um, she rem- Robert Smith was wearing a Prince Sign of the Times t-shirt. Um, oh, last night. Awesome. I wouldn't be surprised if those guys uh, maybe had a behind the scenes or private tour out at Paisley. Oh, okay. Even though yesterday was the first day of the Prince celebration, that four-day thing that they do um, in June. Right. But, you know, I, yeah, so thank you, Sonia, for for reminding me that. Because I saw that right away when uh, I got there, and then I forgot about it. Forgot to add that to the color detail. That was the day. Okay, so we, just to update everybody, Mm -hmm. um, we did not win... The trivia contest this morning with Jason Alexis. Yeah, yeah. I rolled uh, in here wearing, I I just, my clothes are on the floor that I wore last night, Mm -hmm. and I just rolled into those, dabbled a little makeup on, chugged some coffee, (laughs) and tried to pretend that, you know, I was cool, calm, and collected. But I was really expecting all questions about Sex and the City, the TV show. Not and just like that, and the two oh, movies, right. you know. Trivia does the trivia people, whoever that does right. it. They just generate whatever. But I, I that was my limited thinking, I guess, because both I, of us had it, Lori. Both of us were doing. I would never in a million years watch 
Sex in the City too again once was enough. Oh no, Lori! If you don't, I'm telling you yeah. though. I, I watched, watched it the at the cabin one. by yeah. myself. All right, all right, again, and I laughed so hard. Mm-hmm. There are some of the best zingers in one language. I have to admit, they beat us though. Oh yeah, because they did. By hands two down, solid points. By two solid points, and yeah. like the deep cut, like who married Stanford and Anthony? Yeah, I totally forgot. Liza that. Minnelli. Yeah. We, Jason got that. I would have never gotten that. I know it. How could we have forgotten that? Love Liza. Give me a sing around and sing me a song. John James Preston. I was all ready for that one. What was Big's real name? I thought surely <laughs> that's going to be a trivia. Too easy, I guess. I had it written down too. Yeah. I know. Well. We didn't make anyway, it. Anyway, but it was it fun. Was fun. It, it was, was really so fun. fun. It was so fun. It's always good to see them. Okay, so Amy Schumer was in the clubhouse solo meal with Andy Cohen last night. And she is a, she's a, she loves Vanderpump Rules. She's a Bravo fan. He's had her on before. She always gets to sit down one-on-one with him, which is a sign of like how much Andy really gets a kick out of her and enjoys her because she was just a damn delight again on this. Uh, She's so much fun. She really is. She was the camera pans to her and her shoes. These really cute gold slides are next to her. And and Andy was like, I told. She said, I haven't worn heels in like two years. And Andy's like, Yeah, just take them off. And she goes, Really? And so she just left them off, which uh, I think many people have lost their high heel feet since 2020. Oh. Both my sisters who were committed, committed high heel gals, okay? Both of them with a collection of amazing shoes. Neither one of them can uh, walk in. They got out of practice. Oh, sure. I, I have no desire. Yeah. That's my practice. But it is, like, if you wear them all the time, your feet are sure. kind of, you know. But anyway, so she's sitting there, and um, he he's asking, he wants to know, about how she feels about the rash of people becoming new fathers in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. What's your take on all the elderly men out there having children these well, days? I, it, I like, mean, we've got, like, Al Pacino. He's, like, 80-something. He just had a baby. Know, and, and I'm sorry. Everyone's like, like, congrats. Like, De Niro. Like, mm, you know, it's, like, just so... Like, if it weren't a woman, if it was, like, Jane Fonda, like, you know, people would, like, call the police. Uh, it's just like, oh. New dad. It's weird. It doesn't make me comfortable. It's so, it's so true. true. It's so true. It's if you so do mix it up that true. way, I know. It. Oh yeah, it's so, so great. This this eighty three year old's becoming a new dad. Right. Right. Yeah. And then oh, she also. We don't have this audio, but she she uh, he asked her about Ozempic, and she just said. She said, "People are li- these people are lying, and they need to shut the bleep up." And she said, "I'm sick of everyone saying they're eating smaller portions and exercising. You're on Ozempic or one of those things, or you got work done. Just stop." Uh, she said, "Be real with people. When I got lipo, I told people I got lipo." She admitted to- all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To taking Ozempic a year ago. Yep. And she said... Um, she felt so sick she couldn't play with her son. She was I was so skinny, I was throwing and he was throwing a ball at me and I couldn't even bend over and get it. It was not livable, she told mm-hmm. Andy. But she's like, if people are doing it, I don't know why they just need to shut the bleep up. Or just admit it. Yeah, or just everyone's admit like, it. Oh, I've been working out extra and I haven't eaten grapes. We're looking at you, Kyle Richards. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's play the next uh one where he asked her thoughts about um Pete Davidson's role to stardom. Amy, when you first met Pete Davidson doing stand-up together, did you know then that he would become the superstar he is today? <laughs> and do you take credit for his success? <laughs> I do take full credit for Pete Davidson's success. Yeah, well, no, you got him a part in Trainwreck, right? Yes, I did. And then Bill Hader saw mm-hmm. and recommended him to SNL, right? Yeah, and I swear, yeah, like he was one of those, he was like 19 or 18 or something, and absolutely, I was like, this kid's going to be a star. Same with Michael Che. You know, wow, like yes. I was like, you know, you meet these people and there's like living in far out in Queens, sharing a room, like with yes. lots of roommates. You're like, yeah. oh, but you're going to, you know, someday. And yeah, no. Wow. Yeah, you could is, tell. It is my fault. Yeah. That's amazing. It is my fault. I forgot I that he it. was in Trainwreck. That's a funny movie. I, that is a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and then what else did she say? Oh, she was, um, uh, she... Andy asked her about the Tom Sandoval's viral remark where he, you know, basically um, said that his comments about Ariana keeping a T-shirt on during sex and how hot it was, of course, being sarcastic. And she was just like, first of all, I usually always have sex with a T-shirt on. You can't just be out there in the wind. And she said every woman's vagina snapped shut for Tom <laughs> Sandoval maybe for a long time when he said that because there isn't a woman alive who hasn't had sex in a t-shirt or you know like something or a man or a man yeah or socks yeah 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 anyway so she was just like oh, this guy you know she she couldn't believe that and part of it too is because this Tom Sandoval first of all oh I'm so I can't but, wait hopefully do you think he'll be back I don't know, but, you know, to be 42 years old and have your main um, word be like and and then your second word be dude and then to be fake soap opera badly crying and then making the comment about, oh, yeah, I'd, yeah, Ari and I did have sex this, you know, same weekend as uh, Raquel and I, but she left, had her T-shirt on, it was really hot. You know, it was just like. Such a petty thing while he's in the breath before saying how bad he feels. She's going to. Yeah, I I agree. Amy Schumer, she was promoting because she's got a new Netflix special about motherhood and um, other things. You know, the writer strike and everything. And I I don't know when it's coming. Well, I mean, area. They listen. They, of course, taped this whenever they taped this five weeks ago or whatever. But Ariana already had. A T-shirt that said, uh, beat me in this T-shirt. Made and ready to go last night. Or the night before. Oh, for crying out loud. 
So every, you know. Everyone's cashing in. Everybody's cashing in. And uh, she left the Barbie movie because of creative differences. She didn't like the movie they had, and she can't wait to see this one. I know. Yeah. I think they... That was it. Yeah. It was a good combo. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for Learning RX. Seven locations in the metro area, and um, I think most kids are either going to be out of school either this they week. They are. They are out yeah, most of much. school. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... That means summer is here. And what happens in the summer? We <laughs> oh, wise one. Oh, wise one. But the summer slide can happen. And maybe if you just like really think about what kind of a school year you had, you and your kid had together and how difficult it was. What about having just having the compromise? And let's just go in and take this test. Let's just for $99 find out what is going on that is making school so hard for you. Can we agree on that? Yes, mom or dad, let's right. go. And it's not a threatening test it at isn't. all. It's kind of fun and it's fast paced and everything. And it's a nationally recognized test, but it just identifies exactly what is going on in your loved one's brain. And then you can go from there. Learning RX works. They are excellent at what they do. Tell them Lori and Julia sent you for half off the assessment. All right, everybody. We are absolutely delighted to have Stephanie March uh, with us. One half of Let's the Weekly Dish, who I always call Let's Dish. I'm sorry. Every time. Minneapolis. Every time. I know. I I caught myself though. And Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine's uh, food editor, Uh, Steph. Hi. Happy Friday. Hi, guys. Happy summer. No kidding. Happy summer. What should we be doing this weekend? There's a lot to catch up. I think (laughs) with you. I know. There is. There's, I mean, like, well, what, what, where do you want to start? Let's this start. Summer? Let's start with downtown Minneapolis. They need, uh, they need people to like get in the groove of going there again. They need some people need reasons. What's going on? And, and right. anything. so, I think there's a lot of good signs that there's, you know, people are kind of. I mean, they're doing some cool programs. I know that it seems like teeny tiny band aids, but maybe we can just champion some small moves in yeah. okay. small ways as well as some big ones. And I do love. That on Thursdays they're shutting, you know, the ninth and Nicollet part of the mall down and having food trucks and doing Thursday lunch. Mm-hmm. Like that's a really fun thing that yes. they've got going on. And then on the weekends, you know, they're shutting down that other part of First Avenue near in the warehouse district, and yes. it's close to cars all weekend long. Oh, and wow. they've got some picnic tables up there. They've got some tents, and it starts on Friday at nine a.m. and then they open it. It's close to cars until Sunday at like ten a.m. or something like that. Oh, wow. is it busy? Have you seen it? I haven't seen, I did see the Thursday lunch thing got some good buzz and some okay. people were hanging out. They've got some great little uh, themes going on. I know it was like, you know, garden party this week and it's roller disco in a couple weeks. And so there's there's definitely some fun stuff to draw people down, I think. And especially if you are considering maybe or maybe not I'm going to go downtown to work on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Thursdays are kind of the fun days to be there. So you might as well go. Sure. Um, I don't know what the North, I don't know what the warehouse district thing is happening i'm not quite sure i haven't seen it but you know i think anything is great north loop is fine you know north loop's great so why not let's bring it a little bit you know into the city a little bit more right that's what Lori and i were just talking about because the north loop is booming it's just the kind of the downtown downtown right exactly all right where what bars are you going to what what patios are you loving oh what patios am i loving well you know, I'm kind of a Bauhaus patio, you know, Bauhaus Brew Labs, which is uh, a great Northeast Minneapolis patio, um, attached to a brewery. And I'm loving that one specifically because I love the food trucks there. So I do love their beer, which is German, which is perfect for a summer for me, a lighter, you know, kind of stuff. And then they have, you know, Anamali's food trucks, 
which are they have the burger truck and the and the barbecue truck, and it's just kind of yummy and just kind of fun. It's a great vibe on that patio every weekend. Oh, I love knowing that. I love that. Okay, what about I? I think you wrote about a new place opening up in Stillwater. Oh yeah, the H- Howard's Bar. Okay, what okay, is Okay, so this is a great new place. It's took, they took over the Whiteys. Oh, okay. Um, which is such a classic and iconic piece of you know Stillwater Main Street dive bar situation. But it's uh, Carolyn Smith, who's a local mu- musician, and her husband Andrew too, and they are t- they kind of bought it together, and they're going to do kind of that elevated dive bar thing, which I am all for that. Like I and they're not messing with like the vibe. You know, they've got pull tabs. They're not doing a cocktail list, but they'll make you cocktails. Right. And I, I don't know anything too much about the food, but I just think that we had more like new mom and pops picking up the old dive bars and giving yeah. them a little bit of life. That'd be great. I mean, uh, I'm all I for agree. It. You know what? I've got one for you that you may not even know about, even though you're on top of everything because of Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, but Frankie's in Jordan. Minnesota. Oh, really? It's, yeah, it, it's an. It used to be an old dive bar. I mean, the guy that owned it sold it to Bill, who owns Grand on Seven. Yeah, the main. Um, and yeah, they kept the old old bar that was in there, and they're gonna just fire up, do barbecue until the kitchen is in. But that oh. that's gonna be a redone old dive bar. That I mean, there's not that much down in Jordan. No. No, no, there's not. So that's good. That's totally uh, road trip worthy. Yeah. And then, you know, you can go to the uh, Minnesota's largest candy store when you're out there. That's so, right. Stopping at bonus. Frankie's and the There's another dive bar. There's another bar revival, I should say. Okay. That, and I'm not sure what it was, but it's on Central and I feel like it's Central and Lowry area, but it's called Dutch Bar. And it's being, it was opened, reopened and kind of given some zhuzh from Patty Grell who was married to Jim Growl, and they used to own the Modern Cafe, if you remember, right. in Northeast. Okay. A long time ago. But so that that one closed, but then she's got this new little sort of cocktail bar called the Dutch Bar, and I've just been hearing great little things about it. Super beautiful cocktails, nothing too fancy, but nothing too down market. You know, a little bit of sass and, and class. And then they've got a great little snacky kind of small plates menu, which is how, if I'm cocktailing, I'd rather have just a couple snacks to snack on you okay, know what i mean this is so yes. funny i'm at the dutch bar um minneapolis.com and yeah. it says dutch courage colon yes. meet, meeting people the old-fashioned way right. through alcohol and poor judgment yes. <laughs> please welcome back poor judgment yes <laughs> we love poor judgment that looks like fun and yeah i think that it's guys you know, I breathe through, and then I'm, but I haven't really had a good, long cocktail hang there. Right. You know, it reminds me of, if you guys know, in St. Paul, there's a little place called the Emerald Lounge. And that is that same vibe, which is just like, it feels like it's been there forever, but it's got a little bit of a modern tinge to it. The Emerald Lounge is run by women, and it just has these really phenomenal snacky plates that are, like, I don't want too much. I don't want to sit down and have to, like, fork and knife my whole right. thing while I'm having cocktails. Right. But just some great little bits, you know what I mean? That Well, yeah, that's how a lot of women do, like, to, when we gather and get together, yeah. let's, we'd rather right have up. really good uh, appetizers. And where's the Emerald Lounge again? West 7th. It's just, oh. Yeah, it's West 7th. Okay. Mm-hmm. You'd recognize the building, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Re- no reservations. You just show up. Mm-hmm. It looks yeah. Like- it looks, that looks like they have really good food. Oh, gosh, they do. And it's just, like I said, it's not like it's like this massive statement of food. Right. It's just really high quality ingredients, smartly put together with like a real sort of sense about what goes well with 
cocktails. Like, what do you want when you're having drinks, you know? Like, I'm not going to go and have, <laughs> I, like, a formal dinner there. I love but the But I'm going to have a bunch of drinks, and then I'm going to get hungry, and I want some snacky plates, but I might want, like, maybe a pasta, pass it around, you know, right. that kind of thing. Right. I absolutely love working around the cocktail. And then I hope <laughs> they have a couple good dessert choices. <laughs> right, right. No kidding. Now, have you guys heard about Guy Noy? Have we talked about that? No, no. tell us. Okay, so Anne Ahmed, who has Lat 14 and Kaluna, two very great Southeast Asian restaurants, she took over what used to be Joe's Garage, if you remember. Yes, we Way do. back in the day. Yes. On Loring Park, yes. right? So now it's, um, and then it was Four Bells. But so now it's Guy Noi, G-A-I-N-O-I. And it is, um, it's, it's no reservations. It's first come, first serve. Like Southeast Asian plates, lotion, Thai, all the oh, good stuff. Good. That are just kind of like, it's like, what are you feeling like? You want a little bit of papaya salad? Do you want some fried rice? Do you want some, you know, grilled ribeye? Do you want little bits of things? And then all the great condiments and sauces that go along with it. And I just am kind of in love with it. Oh, it looks so good. And that's right on Harmon Place, like you were talking yeah. about in um, I'm Lauren so Park. glad they find, because I always love that Joe's Garage, that patio, that rooftop, so pretty, you oh know, my god! The patio game that they have is very strong, is and it's it? just like they've got great planters and they've got some umbrellas. You can totally see the basilica, mm-hmm. you know, in the background, yeah. and you have the park on the other side. And also, what I love about them too is I know that they have a, you know, because it is first come first serve, no reservations. They have encountered, you know, maybe there's during the peak hours you may have a little bit of a wait, mm-hmm. but they do have. I mean, what I do love about that food is it is really snackable to go. Yeah. But Anne is hoping that eventually people will just like think, well, if I can't get a seat inside, I'll pack up a bunch and we'll just go sit in the park. Right. And enjoy oh, like a that. little picnic. Bring your sand cloud blanket. <laughs> yes. Hello. Sit on. Hello. And then yeah, sit outside. Oh, that. Yeah. Looks just pack. So good. Yeah, like keep a little keep a little blanket in the car and just be ready for if we can't sit on the patio, we could make our own patio. Okay. Tell us about the painted turtle that's opening Monday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They took over the uh, Sandcastle's, uh, you know, kiosk, or I mean, the uh, the concession stand at Lake Nokomis. And this is the same guys who were doing Unleashed Hops and Hounds, which is that sort of dog park and brewery next to the farmer's market. Yes, yes. Same people. Okay. It's just a really kind of relaxed vibe. It's nothing, like, too fancy, but it seems like they're, they're kind of elevating a little bit more. You know, I think that they have, like, uh, duck chicken wing or duck wings and some other stuff. Oh. And I just think that they're kind of like, they've got that beach vibe going. It's hard to replace, you know, yes. Sandcastle, but I'm mm-hmm. interested by their hot dog game, too. So yeah, you are. It's great. And yeah, they, it's like, they've go got ahead. some interesting things on top of their hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. it looks good. I, I, I haven't heard hot dog game in such a long time. I just oh, had well, to revel in let that. Let me tell you. <laughs> the hot dog, I'm, I'm game for the hot dog game. <laughs> right. Oh, it looks good. Yeah. And they don't have, and I will tell you this, so Sandcastle did have, a beer and wine license, but these guys have had a glitch. And so I would just warn everybody that they probably don't have their beer and wine this yeah. season, but they will get it by next season. So, so. BYOB. But they have rip yeah. beer floats and dreamsicle floats. Oh, geez. Yeah, right? That's, yes. That's and then you can also about. just grab, again, like popcorn or yes. cold sandwiches and that kind of stuff. They'll have that. So in case you want to just grab a bunch of stuff and head out on a picnic. That's that or, be, like on a little paddle boat or a, whatever. A great date idea. Mm-hmm. A great date so, idea. So totally, fun. totally. So has the, has, um, are all of the lakes, um, do they all have food concessions now? I mean, I know Harriet has had theirs. 
Yep. And and then, yeah, Bread and Pickle is open at Harriet. And then um, I know that they're still trying to get probably late season for the Bidana Kafka. Okay. Um, because, you know, that's going to be Tommy Beavis and the Pimento Kitchen guys. He's Their construction is still just kind of happening. All right. I think they've missed their opening window, but I think that they'll have a late season start. Okay. That's taken a long time. It has taken a long time. Mm-hmm. Oh, Stephanie. Miss Stephanie, thank you so much for your time, it's honey. It's just good to catch up with you and know what's happening in I the know. world. I know. It's just like, there's, and it is lovely to see that there's a lot popping. You know what I mean? Like, there is a nice kind of vibe in the industry right now. Things are kind of turning and turning, and things are opening, and it feels really good. Yeah. Good. And what's, what's on your show tomorrow? Uh, what is on the show tomorrow? Oh, no. Gosh, uh, I think we're talking, well, I have Alex Ladner who's subbing because Hanson's uh, out of town. Okay. But we are going to talk, I know that we're going to talk some coffee fights. We're also going to talk about infusing your, uh, your spirits with herbs. Oh. So I made an arugula vodka last night, you guys. I know that sounds weird. It's so delicious. Is it? Uh, is it really? I'm going to listen. I'll make you a martini with it. I will convert you. I All right. It okay. And, and, and your, your latest issue of Minneapolis-St. Paul Magazine was, is really good. People should pick it up. That's yeah, the 100 Things to Do uh, Before the it. Fair. Yeah. Love it's it. a summer guide. It is. Love it's it. It's so good. It's the one issue you must have. Yeah, keep it in your car. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, that's a good idea. Thanks, Steph. Have a great okay, weekend. Okay, lovely. Talk we'll, to you later. We'll okay. be listening tomorrow. They, of course, are on from 9 to 11. That's right. Every Saturday. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, oh, oh, we're going to be talking about that. Everybody, we love First Equity Mortgage, and you know it's home selling season, home buying season. Yes, it is. It's whatever peak, you call that peak season. market time, but right. it's really a year-round thing now. But there's, you know, if you are have been waiting, this is the year I want my dream home. Don't let the interest rates bother you. There's always a chance to refinance and other things that are going on because home, you should get your dream home. And David and the team at First Help at Equity can help you find. Different mortgage solutions that may, you know, that'll work for you. Yeah, not may work and for you. And no, you have no idea what you would qualify for or eligible for. So they will know that. I mean, there could be things on where the neighborhood is where you're buying. Income, you know, veterans. There's just so many options. Go to my talk keyword David to send an email and get going that way. Or, of course, you can always uh, call 763-251-8000. But uh, let First Equity be your champion. Oh, I love that song. Okay, so the Tribeca Film Festival opened uh, yesterday in New York. And thank you, Mike, for posting just a little 25-picture montage. But, of course, uh, the first the first person we see is the person who founded the Tribeca Film Festival, Mr. Robert De Niro, with his, his lovely girlfriend... Is she no seven year old girlfriend? I, I thought she did. She have the baby. She had the baby. He has the baby with this lady. Oh, they've had it. Okay, they've had the baby. So when you meet her, don't <laughs> reference her current pregnancy. Okay, <laughs> when is it due? Yeah, Mike, right. that's never never say that to <laughs> someone. Yeah, never a good choice. It kind of bites Tiffany you in the butt. Chen is her name. One day I'm going to do a vintage scandal on Robert De Niro and his love life because oh. it is kind of interesting. But he. Um, the funniest one was that last wife that he was married to for quite a while, Grace Hightower. Basically, their marriage broke up over. Um, she talked him into investing in a coffee farm in, in I don't know what country in Africa, 
but it bled money, you know, and it's not easy to run a coffee farm. Just ask Isaac Dennison. I, you know, I'm giving a little out of Africa reference, but from oh, from far away, you know, right. and so you're anyway, that caused a lot of tension. And apparently he was the money supply. Okay. For the co- yes. the coffee thing. And, you know, investments, you know, financial things will break people up. Disagreements. Oh, when they're that big. But yeah, even yeah. if you don't agree on the basics of how you think about money, Mike, you're getting married. Mm-hmm. This is just this is, you off guys, the cuff marriage sure. advice. Yeah, yeah. You, if If you don't think the same way about money, it will be ugly because some yeah. people like are secretive about money. Sure. Some people like they had a thing where their mom or whatever. Oh, this is, you know, we don't tell dad about this money. And I, you know, I mean, there's like people have like very different approaches. What is your, are you a saver? Are you a spender? Mm-hmm. I, I learned so, all that the hard way. I, I know you did. Yeah. I was with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was along for that fun ride. I'm going to ask. We're going to ask you one more question. Mike. We go back to because marriage number one. Actually, you I, knew me at, at, right I, when she was getting divorced from number one. Yeah, we, we I left the shed I since fled like the house. 1991. Okay. Uh-huh. Lori and I have worked together, yeah. so it's it's years. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and we worked together seven years, Mike, before she married my brother. Wow. Yes, okay. so that was after the Who was a not a willing participant. She really didn't even know that we were having a date till we had a date. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This is very true, and I went on the first date. That's um, <laughs> Okay, so um, this is, we we're just talking about money, so just really quick, because yeah. I had this from Kevin Costner, and it yeah. came out earlier that he had mortgaged his Santa Barbara ranch, probably without his wife knowing, but this is a little bit to more. finance his, his movie, movies. The Fighters. Yeah. The, the four or movies. The, the Four Horizons. Four Horizons. It's a four-part Western series. So this is a little bit more detail on that. And yeah. he said, I mortgaged 10 acres on the water in Santa Barbara where I was going to build my last house. But I did it without a thought. It has thrown my accountant into a bleeping conniption fit. Mm-hmm. I'm not a gambler. People might look at this, at it this way and say, oh, this is a gamble. And I go, well, I guess it is. But do I want to go to Vegas and gamble? No, I'm not that kind of gambler i'll gamble on a love a story of love a love story i'm gambling on people in a sense i can't make them go to the theater but if they get there i'm going to try and take care of them kevin why are you doing all this babbling about a movie that's not even done and that has stopped production because people are saying you know what's wrong with you and accusing him that's why they broke up i think he's just me a cope you know just saying i no, he's not saying any me a couple but he's just saying i'm not a gambler people leave me alone you're gonna love my movie no let's go back to the tribeca film festival well i don't even know what's playing well i'm gonna tell you something okay kind of interesting it's playing um it debuted yesterday and been more than 30 years since Millie Vanilli took the music world by storm and then fell from grace harder and faster than any other act. Tragic, tragic they, story. They, have a, they were six times platinum debut. Girl, you know it's true. They had three number ones. They won like three American Music Awards, Best New Artist Grammy. And then it was revealed the duo had not sung on the album. And it was an epic level of public humiliation. And the duo had to return their Grammy. And everyone who worked with them lied and pled ignorance about it, threw them under the bus. And so this kid, who's, I shouldn't call him a kid, but Luke Quorum is the director's name. And he was... 
He's, I'm a child of the 90s, he explained at the premiere. He said, um, the story always had fascinated me. I'd just seen a YouTube video of Morvan's talk at The Moth, which is a nonprofit group that, sure. uh, like the art and craft of storytelling, okay, which is what he does because um, uh, Pilates, uh, Rob Pilates, he he fatally overdosed in 1998. Yes, he did. And Rob, the other one, one or Fab Morvan is, you know, he's still here and everything. And he's big part of this story. But anyway, he said, I felt the story had been reduced to in popular culture to just a headline. So I started digging, especially the whole human side. I wanted to tell a very personal story, not only of Rob and Fab, but everyone involved and how it impacted their lives. And it's called Rashomon is the name of the movie. And we don't know what where we'll see it yet, but he had um, the only two people who declined to um, speak on record. And I'm kind of disappointed. Clive Davis, who's the CEO and founder of Arista Records, which is he signed them. And then um, this this other guy, uh, Frank Farian, who was the music producer on that album. So kind they of they made key. them yeah. lip sync. They made them. Well, so, yeah, that is the, they that made is the them lip sync, mm-hmm. and then those kids and, were just they and were they kids. could actually sing. Yeah, and they made them lip sync, and it was so. Think of how detrimental it was but to those two. are you interested in Very this much. movie? Very Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Oh yeah, definitely. But the name like, is Rama. It's called Rashomon. As he laid out right there, all we know is, oh, for me, at my age, all I really know is, oh, Millie Vanilli, that's the band that lip sync and did nothing. That's all I know about it. That is all I know. Exactly. That's the only thing I know about them. So this is perfect. And so, you know, it's we'll see, you know, who picks it up and maybe a streamer is going to get it. But it had good reception. And I love it that he was a kid and he just like remembered that. Right. And There's also a Rock Hudson documentary, Lori, mm-hmm. that looks really good. Yeah. Because, of course, he couldn't be out as a gay man. Oh, yeah. This is going to be the, you know, this is going on all weekend. Penelope Cruz was there last night in Chanel. Katie Holmes thought she was going to the Santa Monica Pier and wore a beach cover-up. There's all kinds of good Deborah stuff. Messing thought she was going to the prom in 82. You know what? <laughs> I, I think when you look at these photos, maybe some of them sometimes are at, like, Afternoon screen sure. versus evening yes, screen. And they're all together. Yeah. But it's posted on the Lori and Julia show page. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Cash your tickets coming up later in the show. Hang out with us. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. We have been working with you for years, but we've never really talked about prenups. Give us the lowdown. Well, a prenup in the state of Minnesota is also called an anti-nuptial. So if you hear that, they're talking about the same thing as a prenup. Um, I encourage a lot of people to consider getting them, whether you have a ton of assets or little assets. It makes everything much more streamlined. You know what you're entering into. You've got your agreements in place if you get divorced in the future. They also address what you will do with your assets in the event of death. So it really helps for estate planning and it really just helps for the future to avoid disputes. I love that. Okay, so but what about a postnup? Postnuptial agreements are simply agreements that people who are already legally married enter into that again will also address what would happen to their assets in the event of divorce or in the event of death. So again, these really can help streamline the process in the future. Great information and for your free one-hour divorce consultation, go to trustorlaw.com or use my tech keyword divorce.